We open on the Pine Barrens, where a barrel-chested man emerges from the woods with the sun setting in the background. He holds a shotgun over one shoulder, an axe clipped to his belt. The bearded man is flanked on each side by a wolf, who seemed to take note of West Bay in the middle distance. The man sniffs the air, and his eyes narrow. There's a big storm coming in that city. Come on, boys, let's go. He starts advancing towards the city as we go to our intro. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, pull up a chair and put down your chips. It's time for a tabletop roulette. Urban Shadows, an urban fantasy powered by the apocalypse game of supernatural drama and political intrigue set in a modern-day city. Hi, I'm Landon, and my pronouns are he, him. Today, I'll be playing Roman Claude Kingston, The Tainted. You might also recognize my voice from my own Urban Shadows podcast, Shadows of St. Fleur, which can be found on Twitter at St. Fleur Pod. You can also find me on Twitter at OccasionalGM. Hi. My name is Zeke. I use he-him pronouns, and I will be playing Tuesday the Spectre. You can find me on Twitter at Hayden Ezekiel VA. Hi, my name is Mike. My pronouns are they-them, and I'll be playing Morgan Keyes, the Hunter. Hi, my name is Ashley. My pronouns are she-her, and I'll be playing Joey Klum, the Oracle. Find me on Twitter at anxious underscore robots. Hi, I'm Matthew James Marquez. My pronouns are he-him his... I am playing Santiago Alcantara, the Vamp Playbook. You can find me on Twitter at MarquezTheGM. I am also a game master and player on Tabletop Potluck, another actual play podcast. And you can find us at Tabletop Potluck on all social media. Our game proper begins with, let's start off with Roman. You had been followed in a silver car by a bald man with a hooked nose. You talked him into going into this restaurant with you. And I think that's about where we left off with you. So I'm going to ask you, what is Roman's sort of like strategy here? What's he trying to accomplish over the course of this early dinner? Mostly he's just trying to figure out like what that this guy is here for. And depending on his answer kind of changes the strategy. <laughs> um, but I think there was some agreeance that like somehow... Wasn't Roman going to end up doing most of the talking or something? I don't know. Yeah, that was the sort of mixed success I'd given you. 
Yeah. Uh, but it did sound like you said you were trying to figure someone out here. So would you like to roll for that for me? That's an 11. All right. On a hit, hold two. So over the course of this meal, and we can kind of montage our way through it a little bit. We don't have to go over, like, specifics of every sentence that's said. And I'm assuming this guy is not part of Wild, then. You don't have to tell me what he's part of, just... No, he is not part of Wild. All right, so yes, I get to hold two. So over the course of this dinner, what two things would you like to figure out about this man? I would like to figure out what this man's hoping to get from me, because I don't believe he wasn't following me. That sounds like bullshit. And I want to know who's pulling his strings. Okay, in general, how's Roman going to try to angle for that information? Um, didn't I find out that, like, he's newer into town or something like that? Uh, I don't recall, but he is, and I'll say if you didn't know that previously, it could just come up in conversation. Okay. I mean, so Roman's probably angling from, like, working from that angle. So he's starting with the, oh, you're new in town, and, like, giving the typical advice he'd give to a human, just regular old human that moves into town, and, like, also kind of like dropping these little hints here and there to see like if he reacts to anything in regards to the masquerade. Okay, so I think like as you give these little hints, you notice like he's got a very neutral expression most of the time. You do notice his eyebrows arching occasionally though. And like you can tell that he knows that there's more to this city than meets the eye. And, like, as you're continuing your conversation, he sort of leans forward after your all's food comes out and says, All right, I'll give you some credit here. You're, well, I'd say smarter than you look, but that's fairly rude, and I don't want to get off on the wrong foot with someone that I'd like to strike up a business arrangement with. Well, I'm always happy to talk business. Are you in need for a uh, divorce lawyer or something else? Rest assured, I don't plan on getting divorced anytime soon. I'm more interested in the other business that I've heard you're in. Hmm. Well, you have my ears. I work for a very powerful man by the name of Montague. And let's just say... He's authorized me to strike up a deal. If you help us out, find who we need, and put a stop to them, then we can get LaRue off of your back and let her know that the information we gave her is not true. Ah, you answered the next question I was going to ask. Well, it seems like you have me in a bit of a bind. Who is it that you're um, looking for? We've got it on good authority that someone in this city, somewhere in this city, is what we call an unhinged one. Someone that's too deep into their arcane studies. And normally this would be something we'd go to the old broker for, have him put Mm -hmm. a stop to it. But with him missing, we're taking things into our own hands. I need some assurances, you know, that you can actually get LaRue off my back. And she was in my office just an hour ago. He pulls his phone out of his pocket and 
swipes through a couple of screens before putting it on the table. And you see that he has a conversation through some sort of secure messaging gap between himself and Scarlett LaRue, where he was giving her the information that you were out in the oil fields trying to intimidate people. So I have to ask, did you actually see me out at the oil fields? Not me personally, but let's just say we have connections. Hmm. While we are ideally going to be in a business arrangement, let's face it, Roman, you're still a tool, a means to an end. And I'm not authorized to give away all of our secrets just yet. Oh, I wouldn't expect it. I just... What do they say? Curiosity killed the cat. Do you have anything else on this unhinged one, or is the um, whispers on the wind that you've given me all I get to go on? That is all we currently know, but the feeling in the air. I don't know if you're in tune enough with the ley lines to be able to feel it the way that we do, but something big is coming soon and we need to put a stop to it. That's all the information we've got currently, but if you would like, I can give you a way to contact me and we'll stay in touch. I would say have another lovely date, but you did just imply you're married. Never said I was married, just that I don't plan on getting divorced. All right, I'll look into it for you. That's all no, that I ask. Just come to my office. Why follow me? Well, eh, you're probably trying to find something else to use on me, weren't you? If it came down to that, then let's just say blackmail is a powerful motivator in my line of work, Mr. Kingston. Oh, I'm sure it is. And um, whoever it is that saw me would have trouble proving it was me. I think at that point, I want to slide on over to... Let's go over to Joey next. Joey, you had been in Miss Margaret's house and come face to face with her granddaughter. The purple haired mm -hmm. girl that you had given or attempted to give a psychic reading to in the park earlier. Oh, yeah. And, and she, <laughs> yeah, she's not very happy with you. How is Joey reacting as she sees this girl and finds out that she is Miss Margaret's granddaughter? I think the last thing she said to me was like, can we stop talking about my grandmother's death? So Joey's more like, oh, okay. Well, if you really didn't want me to talk about your grandmother's death, you gotta be really happy. I assume the vision I had in the park had nothing to do with you. Yeah, vision, something like that. Are you even a real oracle? Um, I mean, you can ask your grandma, who I just came to visit, because I had foreseen something that looks sort of like her death, mostly prompted by the fact I touched you. So, you know, however you want to go about it, uh, you know, your belief is your belief. What are you trying to imply? And she narrows her eyes as you say that. Um... I'm implying that I had a bad vision about your grandmother because I interacted with someone who was connected to her. I just assumed I was having a bad vision about someone I care about, which is why I didn't tell you. Feeling the tension, Miss Margaret sort of speaks up from behind the two of you and says, Now, Abigail, calm down. It's I'm sure young Joey doesn't mean to imply anything untoward. Just... Oh, Let's oh, oh, settle oh, down no. and settle down and 
have some tea. Oh, tea's ready. As you presumably go to fetch the tea, Abigail turns and walks towards the front door. She says, I've got places to be. I'll be back in a little bit, okay, Grandma? Yes, of course. Just be safe out there and let me know if you need anything. And then Abigail, unless Joey wants to stop her, is going to disappear out the front door. Nah, Joey's not stopping her. Joey's having more of a moment of like, did she think I was implying that she wanted to kill you? I think that's what came across her mind. Yes, she's not exactly the trusting sort, it turns out. Yeah, I think that's like, well, actually, if you count every instance of this conversation, I think that's like the third time I might have pissed her off today. Sorry, you gotta deal with that. That's fine. She's like that. She's been through some things in the past that have led her to distrust people. I'm sorry that the two of you haven't gotten off on quite the right foot. Well, she's definitely anxious about something and afraid something will happen. Though, based off of her anger at me mentioning anything bad happening to you, may it not happen, she might be, you know, wound up about something. Any ideas? It feels like you might be trying to figure Miss Margaret out here. Would you say that's accurate? Trying to see if she actually does know anything. What's going on? Yeah, roll to figure someone out for me. Ah, God. I rolled a four. Okay, what faction are you in? You're in power, right? Uh, yeah, I think Oracle's power. It is. Okay, then you get to ask a question anyway, because Miss Margaret is also in power by virtue of being a garden witch. Cool. Do I get to mark power? Uh, no. Okay, just want to check. Um, in that case... I'm going to ask what does her character worry might happen, as in if she is worried about her granddaughter, what's her grand, you know, connected worries in a way. I'll see if I can talk to her and figure out what's on her mind, but she's been struggling after the, well, she's recently found out that the things I can do were a bit more hereditary than originally thought. It didn't sit well with her parents, and... That's why she's come to live with me. I think she's a good girl overall, but her emotions get the best of her sometimes, and I'm working to help her get in control of that. To put it a little bit more bluntly, she's worried that Abigail won't be able to control her magic, and that Mm -hmm. it's going to cause some kind of accident. Uh, well, at least she has the best teacher I know. I wish I had a family member to tell me what I was dealing with. I just had a random old lady. Not you. Different random old lady. Oh, so you're calling me old now. Well, relative to me. She just kind of laughs. Uh, Is there anything else that you want out of this scene or that you're trying to accomplish here? Or are you just kind of chilling and having tea? I think Joey's sitting on a couch with, like, crisscross applesauce with her tea and just chilling. At that point, I want to go across town. Uh, We have Tuesday at the corner store where two people have been shot the previous night. You see as Morgan and 
their hunter buddy have pulled up in their car. And Tuesday, you also have a bullet in your pocket that is burning against your hip. What's going on with Morgan? The plan, I believe, was for you to distract the police officers so your partner could make their way inside? Yeah, because he's the werewolf hunting one of us, and if they were involved, that's not my bag. So what you doing as you all get to the uh, corner store? Um, I, I think Morgan is going to put on their, like, concerned bystander face and walk up and be like, oh, oh no, what happened? I, I just here to, you know, pick something up from the corner store and what's going on? Maybe get information, but mostly just be like an obvious civilian that needs to be like corralled away from wandering into the crime scene. All right. So would you like to roll to mislead, distract or trick someone for me? Oh, no, dice. Okay, so that is a four. Let's see. So, like, are you trying to make your way into the store? Are you standing on the outside? What's this look like? I think they'd be standing on the outside. Maybe they walked up like they were going to go into the corner store, but then noticed whatever perimeter has been set up and and then went to, like, you know... Uh, distract slash engage who whatever cops are there in conversation to be like, oh god, what's going on? One of them walks over towards you and just says, there was a shooting here last night. We've still got this place locked down. It's an active crime scene. We're gonna have to ask you to move along. Oh, um, is, I mean, is, is everyone okay? I, I come here all the time and uh, I had a friend, have a friend who works here. Is, is it like what uh, you do. What might that friend's name be? Uh, Reese. He'd, uh, my, my friend Reese had been working here. I think the cop, like, lifts the caution tape and lets, he, like, gestures for you to come inside and says, We want to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, what's your name there? Um, my name's Morgan. Come on in, Morgan. We've got a couple questions for you. Tuesday, what are you doing as you see Morgan being invited into the corner store and their friend Aaron walking around the other side of it? Um, that's a good question. I think Tuesday's like, I've already been in there. So I think they're actually just kind of going to like... I think they're just kind of going to wait out here. And maybe they, they, maybe they like phase through like the back seat of the car they took and just kind of waits for them to come back. Okay, so you're just chilling in their car then? Uh, yes, yes I am. Morgan, you step in with this police officer and noteworthy to the people that are watching this television show that I'm framing this as, but maybe not so noteworthy to Morgan, is that there is only one police officer in the store, who invites you in and says, So, Morgan, was your friend working here last night? I'm, I mean, I'm not 100% sure. The schedules for these kind of jobs can vary a lot. I was mostly just asking because I haven't heard from them since last we talked. So if they were here, I'd, I'd be concerned. And I don't know who else would call me if something else had happened. Do you happen to know anybody by the name of 
last name of Rivera. Can I put a face to a name? Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll with Knight for me. Dice. Dice, why are you like this? It was a three. All right. Uh, on a miss, you don't know them or you owe them. The MC will tell you which. I don't think you know this person. The name Rivera's not striking up any bells rung in your head. Yeah, doesn't ring any bells. No, sorry. All right. Can you uh, give me the contact information for your buddy Reese and we'll follow up with him, see if maybe they might know the victim here? Sure. And uh, Morgan will rattle off an address on Beach Street and then also throw in a phone number from like, you know, there's probably somebody whose wallet they've taken after a hunt just to be like, I need a phone number that's not mine. There's definitely going to have to be a role here because you're trying to send this cop into the mall. I mean, or he'll know what it is and that'll be interesting on its own. No, I think he doesn't seem to recognize it when you say Beach Street. I'm going to ask you to roll to mislead, distract, or trick someone again. Oh, oh, there's my luck. That was an 11. Uh, so on an 11, you get to pick three from the list, create an opportunity, expose a weakness or flaw, confuse them for some time, and avoid further entanglement. Um, I think I'll go with avoiding further entanglement confusing them for some time and um i think creating an opportunity do, do i say what the opportunity is or do you i'll give you a chance to pitch what kind of opportunity you want to me okay so i think to piggyback off the avoiding further entanglement they like by they don't get a chance to get like morgan's full name or any contact information from them okay yeah that makes sense i think they sort of walk you to the front door again and say thanks for that information we'll follow up with them and you see him like raise his head and look around a little bit and just say where did mason get off to okay just uh Head on about your way and, well, contact your friends. Make sure they're all right. And, like, he gestures for you to leave and then goes to, like, look around for his partner. All right. Hopefully uh, Morgan will head back to the car. Hopefully that was enough time for uh, for Aaron to... Yes, I remember things. Um, to To figure out whatever could be figured out. Okay, uh, is Tuesday visible in the back of the car? I don't think they are, no. Okay, so Morgan, you return to the car. Uh, I believe it was Aaron's car that you all drove out here. Yes. You climb inside of it and notice that the car is currently empty. Um, okay, I guess we'll hang out. Uh... Hi, Morgan. You just like hear a voice, like, oh, God. in the car. Oh, um, so so we're like whirls around and has like their hatchet halfway drawn before realizing it's Tuesday. Oh, uh, okay. Hi, <laughs> Tuesday. Uh, small world, huh? Yeah. I'm I'm glad you're not alive because that's really dangerous. Don't don't do that. Sorry, I I just I'm still kind of new to the fact that I can do all this stuff. So <laughs> sorry, yeah. I, I I forget that I can 
kind of really spook someone now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, w- what's up? I mean, I assume the same thing that you're here doing, checking this place out. Yeah, pretty much. You got a good look inside, or I- I'm assuming uh, a- Aaron was it? I- I'm yeah. assuming that that's what he's doing. Yeah, I was the distraction that didn't go as planned exactly, but but I think I've done my job. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you 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 at least distracted one of the cops. I don't know where the uh, there was two. I don't know where the other one went, but. Oh well, he, Aaron can handle a cop. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't really know him, but yeah, if you say he can, then he probably can. So what? Why are you here? Well, Adrian asked me to check the place out since I think since he he was worried about some people that were involved. Um, since you know I don't have to care about police tape if I don't want to. Uh, big, uh, big benefit to being dead, honestly. Um. Yes. Sounds mad convenient. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it definitely is. Uh, but, you know, I did actually find something that I think y- you might want to take a look at. Um, and uh, he's going to take the bullet out of his pocket. This burned me. It is, in fact, still burning you when you touch it. It's burning me right now. He's just I... holding it, like, with a smile. Uh, dude, I... Hand it over. Yeah, he, he does. <laughs> that's, that's disconcerting to watch. I don't remember. Sorry. Uh, is Tuesday visible? I no? think like after he um, after he did like the whole like spooking, like, hi, Morgan. But I think he would have actually fully manifested. So I actually need more corruption for that since I'm fully. Yes, manifested. you do. And Morgan, you can see like light tendrils of smoke coming from where the bullet is touching Tuesday's skin. As he drops it into your hand, though, it feels completely normal. It's just an old bullet casing. Huh. You do notice that on the side of it is carved a small cross. And then I want to go to Santiago, who just came face to face with his father inside of the maw. Your dad's got you by the throat. What you doing? Wait, no, I don't think he had you by your throat. I think he was just like, oh, I expected better of you. Yeah. Uh, So Santiago is going to stand his ground to stare directly into his father's eyes uh, and go... What the hell are you doing in this city? Why would I not be in this city, my dear child? Oh my G words. You you can't be cryptic, okay? You're centuries old. Pretense dies in like year like 120. Quite the contrary, I've found it's no fun anymore to be straightforward with people. Do you understand? I have had around, oh, about a hundred years to plan out in excruciating detail how I'm going to murder you forever. So either just tell me right now why the hell you've brought me to the Maw and what the hell you're doing in this city, or I will 
tear you to pieces. Okay, if I don't know if I need to remind you, but you made this mess. And by this mess, I mean me, this hot mess in front of you. So just tell me what the hell you're doing. And I would like to persuade an NPC while cashing in a debt. All right. That is actually exactly what I was going to ask you to roll. So roll with heart and add plus three to that roll. Well, that's a a seven plus three is a ten to persuade. And I, All will, right. I will mark the debt that I have over my father. You also get to mark this faction because you have cashed in the debt. I, I believe, wouldn't it be night? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Surprise, your dad's a vampire. Oh my god, what? So you were trying to persuade him into telling you what his plan is, basically, right? Yes, and I got a, a 10, so it's just a hit with no modifications. Right. He sort of rolls his head back. And cracks his neck and says, Oh, you've never been very much fun, have you? There's, quite honestly, a power vacuum here. I'm sure you've noted it. The, uh, what did they call him? The old broker has disappeared and, well, somebody's got to step up and put some law and order into this city. And that's you? Ideally, it will be, yes. Why why bring me here, then? Do you need my help with something? I thought you might like to have some help. Or to help me. For us to help each other. The best thing to be, if not the number one man in a city, is his number two. So I'd like to offer you that position. <laughs> you help me rise to the position of prominence that I deserve. We'll put our name in the position of power that it warrants. And, well, like I said, you'll be the second most powerful entity in this city. What kind of relationship do you think that we have, Domingo? That I would just be the number two? What kind of sales pitch is that? Hey, son that I made a vampire against his will. Why don't you join my group? Hell no, dad. Okay? Hell no. Uh, and I would just like to, I don't know, attack my dad. Oh, okay. Uh, how are you attacking him? Yeah, just with the vampire strength and parasol. Okay. Uh, roll to unleash an attack on him. I don't really have anything i just have myself <laughs> okay so if that's not an established thing on your sheet i guess we'll just say uh one harm on that yeah that makes sense what did you end up rolling i rolled a 10 on a hit you inflict harm is established and choose one would you like to inflict terrible harm or take something from him I'd like to take something from him. Uh, if he has some sort of concealed weapon on him or anything like that, I don't know what he would have on him, but I would just 
it'll like to strike at him with a parasol slash slash at him with my very long fingernails. And yeah, if he has some sort of weapon, I'd like to take that. If not, I would like to, I don't know. Well, I will say he definitely came to this expecting that things could go wrong. Uh, as you smack him with your parasol, he does drop, like, as you go for your parasol, he reaches into the cloak he's wearing. You get to the jump before he can, though, so he drops the knife that he was pulling out, and it clatters to the ground next to his feet. Yeah, I would just like to grab it and then, you know, use this opportunity to throw it at him and try to leave okay in that case i would need you to roll to escape a situation for me that is a nine all right on a seven to nine choose two suffer harm during your escape end up in another dangerous situation leave something important behind owe someone a debt for your escape or give in to your base nature and mark corruption Oh, I mean, I've got to give in to my base nature and mark corruption. I think uh, since, you know, it's still day out uh, and I, you know, I still have my parasol, but I think that, you know, this exchange of vampiric blows really does uh, bring out uh, the vampire in Santiago. So I think that he really needs to drink something. as he's expending so much energy. So he really needs to find someone. So I think his nails get longer and his eyes uh, sink in a little as he's uh, running off. I I mean, he's also running off with basically his tail in between his legs. He doesn't feel like he can take on his father by himself. So yeah, he's definitely kind of uh, wildly running through the streets away from his father, and but he needs to feed soon. All right. And then you've got one more off of that list to choose. Hell yeah. Uh, I think I will also... I think I will just suffer harm during my escape. How do you think that happens? Are you, like, what do you think happens that you are getting hurt during this escape? So I think that I throw the knife on the ground towards my father in order to hit him or distract him. And I think he very emotionlessly grabs the knife as it like, you know, is about to graze the side of his head. And he just kind of twists it around and throws it back at me. And I still manage to escape, but it kind of like cuts uh, or like jabs into my arm. Yeah, I think, like, vampire reflexes, he, like, grabs it, turns and throws it at you. I'm gonna need you to, uh, take some level one harm there, as you have a knife stuck in your shoulder blade. It's not, like, super deep or anything, but it's, it definitely doesn't feel good. Oh, yeah, this sucks hardcore. So, what is... Santiago doing as he runs out of the maw with a knife in his shoulder blade and a need to feed. I need to find Morgan like right now. So I am going to go look for Morgan in the streets, but but also Morgan's a human. No, I just gotta go. I gotta go find Morgan. 
Do you have Morgan's phone number, or are you just kind of trolling the streets? Uh, I think I'm trolling the streets. I don't think you're... Like, what is it that you're going to Morgan for? Uh, To ask for help to kill my dad. Okay. Because Morgan's a hunter. That is very valid. How are you going about trying to find Morgan? Do you have a way to, like track them down or are you just like wandering randomly this is gonna sound so weird um can i have a vial of morgan's blood on hand do you think that would make sense for like having a debt with a vampire i I would just like like the idea of santiago keeping not like a vial that he can drink but like a sampling that he can sniff to find people (laughs) What is your debt on Morgan? What's the phrasing on it? I equip Morgan with supplies. Morgan owes me two debts. <laughs> okay, then I don't know if it's mechanically a debt, but if Morgan agrees, then I don't see any reason why you couldn't have that. I think that's fine. Um, if if Santiago, if I don't have it, at least I've smelled morgan as they existed in front of me at one point so yeah i think either of those would be uh letting out the power within you so roll to let it out presumably to extend your senses something i'm so good at i got a seven to let it out okay on a hit choose one from the list and mark corruption so you can take plus one forward extend your senses frighten intimidate or impress your opposition or take definite hold of something vulnerable or exposed of course i'm going to extend my senses and i'm going to mark corruption now i really really need to feed soon (laughs) nice As you track Morgan down, I want to go back to Roman. What are you doing as this lovely dinner date comes to an end? Mm, um, I'm sorry, I believe you got my name, but I never got yours. I like to at least know who I'm in debt to. Very well. The name is Montague. Ivan, to be specific. Hmm, Lovely name. And, um... Is there a way for me to contact you, or is this a you get a hold of me situation? I think he holds out his phone or his hand, like gesturing for your phone. Sure, sure. I I gotta get Roman's not it. Okay, yeah. Roman hands his phone over. Okay. Uh, he takes it and downloads the secure messaging app that he was using to talk to Scarlet Larue. Puts it on your home screen and just hands you the phone back. Says. You can get a hold of me through there. Won't be trackable by, well, most people. But don't let anything nasty get a hold of your phone, okay? Ooh, ooh. Can you define nasty a little bit better? People like you. Well, I'm greatly complimented by that. My employer calls me on this phone very frequently. Is that an issue? Shouldn't be, unless... You think your employer will have reason to have a problem with us? Probably not. At least as far as I know, he's not told me, so. In that case, I think we should be fine. Great. Well, I have some phone calls to make, and hopefully you'll hear from me soon. It was great doing business with you, Mr. Montague. Of course, and 
consider this dinner on me. So is Roman leaving? What's going on with him? Uh, Roman's plan is to call Joey. So Joey, as your little tea meeting with Miss Margaret is sort of like, you know, that point in sitting with an old person where like, they're not going to ask you to leave, but you've run out of stuff to talk about. So you're just kind of sitting there awkwardly. Yeah. Yeah. As you get about to that point, your phone starts to ring. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me go take this real quick. She's going to like walk to it. She's going to be a walk to the diff- a different room to pick up her phone person. Um, I'm going to assume Roman's number is saved in her phone and that the picture is something really stupid. So I'm going to say rabbit with devil horns on it. Yeah. Joey, are you um open for work right now? Yeah, I actually ditched the bazaar pretty early today, so I'm free. Can we meet up in that abhorrent diner that you seem to love so much? Um, You mean the best diner ever? Yes. Yeah, that one. Yep. Uh, like, is this an immediate, immediate thing? Or like uh, later when you're out of your normal whatever job thing? Self-employed, I make my own hours. Um, but it is something that I'd rather get dealt with sooner rather than later. I'm, uh, I'm looking for somebody, and that seems to be within your wheelhouse. I'm hoping I'll pay whatever you want. Ooh, I haven't eaten yet today. Food. Let's do it. Great. I will meet you there. Do you need picked up or anything? Oh, no, I got my car. Oh, that's right. You do drive that thing. Okay. Her name is Lucille. Okay, well, someday when you're ready to replace, you know, actually, I shouldn't be that nice to you. Anyways, I'll I'll see you soon. Thank you. Okay, no problem. Thanks for dinner. And there's my action plan. Okay, so let's start with Morgan and Tuesday. Uh, Morgan, that bullet has been dropped into your hand, and it sure is a bullet. Uh, so I guess they, um, so Morgan would like turn it in their palm until and show Tuesday the the cross edged in the side of it. Be like, yeah, so this bit right here is uh-huh. why it's burning you. Oh, huh. Weird how that works. Yeah, you're going to have to keep an eye out for uh, blessed objects, places, that kind of thing. Okay, I guess. All right, I, I, I guess that makes sense. Thanks for the heads up, but... uh. But yeah, that's what I found in there, alongside like all the the blood and the fur and all whatnot. Fur? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, did you not get a good look inside? I was being asked questions and trying to act like I was a normal person. Oh yeah. Uh. Well, I, I think that there was probably some kind of wolf involved in in whatever this altercation was. Okay. Okay. That's. See, that's interesting because. Because this is a blessed bullet, but then again, I do the same thing with my shotgun. So I think it definitely means there was uh, another hunter involved. Yeah, I mean, I saw, I, I knew, I thought you would know more about this than me. So I, that's why I pocketed the thing. It's really convenient that you showed up here. I guess I should have. That's really nice that you showed up here. That, that, that saved me a lot of effort. But um, yeah, and also something that I overheard from the cops is apparently the security cam footage was wiped. So they don't have anything with that. And apparently uh, the body is at a morgue on 5th Street. But yeah, that's all I overheard. Um, And that's really all I saw. 
other than usual. Oh, that well, shit. That saves me a lot of time. Uh, okay. Do you do you know anything else? Like who is here? I mean, why were like? Do you know anyone here? Or at the uh, I not closely. I I. It's like it's like a friend of a friend that that we th- that I think might have been involved in this. Uh, I think at this point, uh, are you are are you guys in a car? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Great. Uh, so I think at this point, uh, Santiago just falls on the like roof of the car. What the fuck was that? Oh, what? Um. Okay. So this time Morgan actually does like full on just draw weapons at that noise. What? And, uh, yeah, Santiago rolls over the side and falls on the ground. Oh, Santiago, hi! Oh, uh, fuck, um, yeah, hi. Uh, yes, uh, uh, gun down, please, uh, Morgan. Okay, gun up, uh, I guess. Um, (laughs) quick, quick cue. Does anyone have like a, a a cross on them right now? Because I'm feeling really freaking nauseous. Uh, oh, you mean this? And I pick up the bullet, and it starts burning me again, and I drop <laughs> it immediately. And, and definitely Santiago like does like a. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I'm taking that from you before you hurt yourself or, or Santiago with it. Thank you. Uh, Sorry, I I forgot. Yes, Morgan. Yes, just who I was looking for. I and I like I I think Santiago like leans in and he just looks like a wreck. He looks so tired. Back up a little. What happened to you? Why do you look stabbed? Well, uh, and then I look at my arm and then I notice that I have a knife in me. Uh, well, and then I grab it and to just kind of like it out. Yeah, shouldn't have done that. That, yep, I'm a vampire. I do still feel pain. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Um, no, great, Morgan. Yes, of course. Uh, pain in arm. My father is here. He's a bad guy. I need your help to kill him. Okay, like right now. Yes, if that would be convenient for you. Let me send a a, a quick text message. Let, let me just... Oh, yes, Tuesday, you could help, too. You're sure, a I ghost. can help, too. You, you're, just really roll, you're just really rolling with this, aren't you? Well, huh? see, unlike some people, Tuesday here has their priorities in order. I don't have any priorities, really. That's the perfect person to work for me. Okay. Um, so, so Morgan's gonna like text Aaron and send him like a ghost, a vampire, a car, and then an arrow pointing towards the car, and then an exclamation mark. Now, now, now Morgan, I swear to G, if you fuck with me here, I'm, I'm not. Okay. The gun is because you've lost a lot of your blood, and I would like to keep all of mine. Not, not. It's not personal. You know, fair. You know, honestly, 
fair. Let me ask Marquez, how hungry is Santiago right now? So, so hungry. Just, yeah, um, yeah, I'm going to need to feed within, like, probably the next hour or so. So, uh, you know how when you're hungry and your friend's got, like, a burrito or a hamburger and it smells really, really good? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that that's how Morgan's smelling to you right now. I mean, a good, nice, flesh, fresh... Fresh-blooded American. I'm gonna ask you to uh, keep your cool here. Oh, good. I listen. I'm really happy. I definitely chose uh, to up my spirit. Oh wait, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no! uh, so that's a that's a two to keep my cool. That is a um a uh sorry. That is a negative one to the roll, giving me a two. Okay, so I'm not going to take your agency away and say that you bite Morgan. But I am going to say that your mouth is watering and Morgan is just right there. You see the opening on their neck and you can almost envision just sinking your things right down into it as they're texting. And Morgan, you see Aaron coming back around the side of the store and he looks at you and just like puts his hands up and that I don't understand that text you just sent me why there's uh fuck um Morgan why Morgan Morgan you're attracted to me right like you are you are covered in blood and you eat people <laughs> and lie to them for a living Listen, I know several people that find that attractive. Tuesday is just, like, watching this as though he's, like, watching, like, a movie in the theater or something like that. Just, like, wide-eyed. Just kind of, like, just very intrigued. Listen, I need to feed, like, right now. And you're the most convenient. I can promise you I won't. I can't promise you really anything. But um, I don't think I could control myself very often. I'm I'm giving you the offer right now to willingly give me some of your blood. Okay, how about my my buddies on his way back? So we're gonna like keep keep the gun. Can eat them? No, no, no. No. <laughs> I need to eat someone walking. Like, I'm getting there. Listen. Okay. Okay. I, so you've got Morgan like one waves, second. Morgan waves Aaron over. So I, I owe you. So I'll not yet let you do this. And if there's a problem, Aaron will throw you down the street or shoot you. Hell, I'll give him my hatchet. Listen, fair shake. Okay. Yeah. As you're saying that is as Aaron walks up and says, Okay, I was not expecting all of you. Oh, that text makes a lot more sense now. Hi. Hi. Uh sorry, I don't know you, Morgan. The uh stuff, the inventory is missing. Ah, uh, yeah. Um I got um 
another invoice about that. We'll we'll be fine on that front. Right now we have a a different problem. Um, so this is Santiago. Um, Santiago Alcantara, pleased to make your acquaintance. Right, he's a vampire. And I lean in. <laughs> um, he's a vampire. Don't um, probably that's that's why I've drawn on him. Um, we are friends, sort of. Well, mostly I owe him, so I'm gonna help him out because he is, as you can tell, missing a lot of his blood. But I don't entirely trust him, and I don't think he trusts him. So I'm going to give you my hatchet, and if he doesn't stop. Uh, you know, then I need you to sort that out for me. Okay? I'm here too. Yes. Also, this is Tuesday. Um, don't, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, can do. And, like, if you hold the hatchet out, he takes hold of the handle. Yeah. It, uh, and, like, the hatchet is, is similarly blessed like the bullet is. Listen, I'm gonna say that this is worth, uh, <laughs> one of Morgan's debts. This is a good, this is a good turn. It, what is a moderate cost, if not a, a bit of your blood? Yeah, I'd say that tracks. So you are cashing in your debt on Morgan then? Yes. Uh, and then Morgan only owes me one debt. Okay. And then I think that tracks as an intimacy move. So... Uh, definitely also have to roll for, um, my, uh, sucking blood. Okay, uh, is that a thing on your sheet, or are you saying that would be, like, a keep your cool? Well, no, that is a very specific vampire move. Uh, it is eternal hunger. When I feed, I roll with blood, and then we will see what happens. Okay. But... But this is definitely also an intimacy move because I don't. I listen. I'm I'm going for the neck. This isn't going to be a arm thing. Okay, so go ahead and roll with blood first, and let's establish that. Yeah, because it could go completely and terribly wrong. <laughs> I'll just roll uh, one of these blood moves on here, and then we'll just count it as. Hey, that's a seven. <laughs> Okay, what happens on a 7 to 9? So on a 7 to 9, I choose two from the list, which is I heal one harm, I learn a secret about them, I take plus one forward, and they don't die. Please pick that one. So I'm going to pick they don't die. <laughs> Definitely. Valid. Uh, and I will take I heal one harm. Okay, so go ahead and clear that harm out. Uh, congratulations, Morgan, you don't die. We do see, like, as Santiago's feeding, and it goes on, Aaron, like, raises the axe behind his head, and then once he pulls away, Aaron will lower the axe. And what is your intimacy move, Santiago? Yes, when I share a moment of intimacy, physical or emotional, with another person, tell them a secret about yourself or owe them a debt. Either way, they enter your web and owe you a debt. Ha! Uh, I think that when Santiago is done feeding, you know, there is a, you know, a, a mark on your neck. And uh, as he pulls away... I think it'd be cooler if you, instead of, you know, telling you a secret physically, that you, 
gain a memory of Santiago's. Oh, that's uh, weird. <laughs> so you, I think you see like a very destitute looking boy on the streets of a city in like the late 1800s. So no paved roads and horse and buggy type situation. And he just looks very, very sad and very, very hungry. And you learn the secret that Santiago doesn't come from a place of wealth. And, uh, yeah, is in fact a, a rather sad, scared little boy on the inside. Oh, yeah. So I guess um, Morgan, like, after they come out of that memory, is looking at him, like, really, like, sympathetically, like, oh, fuck. Don't you dare pity me. I think as Santiago's saying that, I want to cut over to Roman and Joey. Remind me, you all... Roman wasn't going to pick Joey up, right? Y'all were meeting at the restaurant? We were meeting, yep. Witching Hour is the diner's name, I think. Yeah, we're meeting at the Witching Hour. All right. The Witching Hour, the scene of most of our exposition thus far. Which one of you two would be the first to arrive, do you think? Joey has to first pray that her car starts, so (laughs) she might be a little late. Probably Roman, then. The only reason Roman agrees to go to this place is because he can smoke indoors. It's one of those diners. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, so, Joey, as you arrive a little bit later than you'd expect, you walk in to find Roman sitting table or booth, Roman? Uh, a booth, for sure. You find Roman sitting in a booth and presumably smoking. Uh, Joey is going to slide into the booth across and also fold up her legs because she can't sit normally. Okay, what we got? And depending on what you give will depend on how much food I order. I don't have a lot to go on, so I feel like it's going to end up being a lot of food. Oh, good. I love leftovers. Um, I've been tasked with looking and finding someone Somebody who's come into their powers recently and is in the city um, might be going a little, little off the deep end. Uh, something, something, ley lines. I don't know. I don't do ley lines. That's, that's fairy bullshit. I'm a demon. There are places of power and supernatural communities always end up gathering there. Yep, I found them. I followed them. Okay, well, I'm trying to find this person, the... My contact called them unhinged one or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. This seems a lot more up your alley. Do you uh, got anything that belonged to them? No, that would be too easy. Yeah, no, that would. Um, hmm. Well, or oh. I don't know. I can transform and fly you above the city. <laughs> if that'll help you out. Um, I'm going to write that down as a future payment because there's a meteor shower in like a few weeks. I feel like that'd be really cool. Okay. Um, all right. Um, well, you're lucky that while you have nothing to give me, I might have a person in mind. What about them? Are you trying to find them or whatever? Mm. To be honest, I'm kind of getting blackmailed and I didn't ask for a ton of information. Okay. 
Um, I can lie to you if that would make you feel better. But no, it doesn't make you're me such feel a sweet better. girl. You you collect all my ugly bunnies. Like they're adorable bunnies. They're really cute. Though I think three of them might have fallen prey to being chewed on by my bunnies recently. That's fair. Okay. Well, see, you're really like not the most trustworthy person, and now you're being blackmailed. So I'm assuming it's by the least trustworthy person. And while the person I think is the person you're looking for has kind of been a bit mean to me, um, I do like other people she's related to. So I'm trying to decide what's the best way. Because I don't want to send you after the wrong person, especially if she, she's around people I like. Huh. What? Do you, you, you don't know what they want to do with this person? At all? Well, so something about bringing the balance back and normally the broker would deal with it. So basically our other option is to somehow bring the broker back before this person becomes an issue. You know, anyone who says that they want to bring balance back to whatever just wants their side back into a previous amount of power they had. Yes, I'm very aware that is exactly what I deal in. Okay. Uh, anyone who... Okay. Um. So like... You just need to know who the person is and then you're going to like spy on them to make sure that they don't lose control of their powers? I didn't agree to any spying. I agreed to locating. If I know where they are in general, does that count as you locating them? And I'll keep my eye on them until you tell me that something needs to be done? Do you want me to hand your name over to these people? Well, can't you just, like, tell them that you have one of your, like, employees telling the person? See, the thing about that approach is basically I have to be able to guarantee to them that um, this person isn't going to be a problem. But, you know, I'm lukewarm on killing humans anyways. It's a, I don't want to have to relocate cities again. Last time that I almost got caught, it just sucked. Been there, done that. Okay, how about? They never said you had to kill them. And according to a sitcom I once saw, which had a lawyer in it, ambiguity in a contract benefits the person signing it? A.K.A. you. Yes. Oh, you're... Do you want to go to, like, law school? I'll pay to put you through law school. You can join my firm. I, I kind of lost my high school diploma a few cities back, and I'll I never went to undergrad. Oh, I'll okay. Another one. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I'll think about it. I never really expected that to come. Okay. Maybe future. Can I? How accurate are sitcoms? I've watched a lot of TV. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. I will. I will start there, and I'm not going to right now ask you to. Well, I mean, I don't have anything to hold over you, anyways. Besides the fact that I'm going to buy you dinner and probably like the rest of your food for the week. Do you oh, think we you. can go grocery? Anyways, um, no. Oh, stop. we can go grocery shopping. We can go grocery shopping. Do you? Do you mind buying some hay for my bunnies too? Why do I feel like Joey is giving Roman puppy dog <laughs> eyes right now? I, in real life, am giving puppy dog eyes right now. Sure, I like those little shits. So, <laughs> yeah, they are okay. So here's the deal: we'll do that, and I will come with you for stalking this person. And if they seem to be a danger, then maybe I will let you kill them or just stop them, and we can observe and figure stuff out. 
and I will help you track them. I will continue to help them track them if you promise not to just like <sighs> right away. Hey, I don't worry. Not planning on doing that. Great. Okay. All right. Sure. It's it's a plan. It's better than anything I got. And let's be honest, he's probably not expecting results out of me this quick anyways. So I'm just going to let it float. Okay. Man, he's super lucky on timing with people I meet. Okay. So what is the actual like end game here? Do we want to skip to after this dinner and have Joey try to find this person? Or what are you all thinking here? Um... Joey can do it while eating dinner because she'll just like put her drink water into her prosthetic cup and see if maybe she can like force a vision of person whose name I think starts with an A, but I honestly forgot it already. Uh, do you have a specific move on your sheet there or are we going with a basic move? Uh, I think it'll be basic move because I need to study an interesting object or touch someone and I'm not able to do that for her in either way right now. Okay, then roll to let it out for me. Cool. If I wanted to use the two I am holding, can I do that after I roll, or do I have to declare it before? Uh, let me look at that real quick. I have to do it before, because that's a plus one ongoing. Well, no, it's I'm holding two. Right, but you can spend your hold to declare that something terrible is about to happen. Yeah. And then you take plus one on going to avoid. Okay. Yeah, you would use that beforehand and just be like, I've got a bad feeling about this. I have a bad feeling that the people who are going to try and blackmail um, Roman might just actively try and murder my friend's granddaughter or I can get to her. How's that? Yeah, that tracks. Okay. I'm going to let it out. Oh, it didn't have the plus one attached, but that's a seven then. On a hit, you choose one from the list and mark corruption. I'm assuming it would be extend your senses, but feel free to tell me otherwise. I think extend my senses to see where... Sorry, what's her name? Abigail. Where Abigail is. Just a quick question. Are you specifically looking for her, or are you trying to find the unhinged one and seeing if it's her that comes up. Let's go with I'm looking for the unhinged one. Having a feeling deep in my brain that it's my friend's daughter and it's going to be bad. Okay. And you were trying to find out where they are currently? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So as you are focusing on the unhinged one and trying to figure out who they might be. You, like, how do your visions usually manifest? Would it be like seeing through their eyes or more like watching them on a TV screen? I think more like watching them on the TV screen, especially because she kind of does a lot of her visions almost like in a scrying way where she's looking into a liquid or a reflection. Okay, so you see the beachfront casino. The casino on the uncanny coast. And you see a car as it pulls into the parking lot. And out of that car steps Miss Margaret's granddaughter, Abigail, who sort of gathers her nerves, wipes her hands on the front of her pants, and steps inside of this casino. Hey, Roman, you're either going to be like, super happy or very unhappy about where this person is and I really don't know which it is for you right now 
They're at the casino. Great. Oh, I keep forgetting I can gamble. Hmm? Okay, if you're going to go gamble, don't do the casinos here. But I can see the future. Like, people go in those and they don't come out. Oh, yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah. So, it's kind of a blessing in disguise, I guess. But, like, who knows who's going to find her in there? Are we going to the casino? Do I have to dress up to go to a casino? No. Oh, thank God. Um, I mean, yes, I, I would like to go do that and take care of that. And you know who I'm looking for. So I kind of need you around to be my eyes. And then if that garnered any attention somehow, I'm around to protect you. I think we kind of both <laughs> get a little bit of benefit out of that. Yeah, true. I'm not, I'm not very good at fighting people. I'm good at like, yeah, not that. I can drive. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. If you liked what you heard, the easiest way to let us know is on Twitter at TTRPG Roulette or on the Discord that we have linked in our pinned tweet. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash ttrpgroulette, where you can get things like bonus character creation episodes, blooper reels, an exclusive art gallery, and so much more. Links to all of that are also in our show notes. Another way to show us some love is by giving us a review on your podcatcher of choice. If you leave a good review with something you want to hear me say on air, I'll do it as long as it's not offensive. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Our music was created by Neil Martin, who you can find on Twitter, at Bardic Martin. Our logo was created by Lee, who you can find on Twitter, at The Law of Names, or on his masks AP, Otherwhere. This show is brought to you thanks to the support of our patrons, such as Landon Cornell, MC of Shadows of St. Fleur, Lauren Peterson, GM of Nerds on a Roll, Silva, Vanessa Haas, Zeke, and Tricky. Until next week, stay lucky. Actual play comedy podcasts are awesome. We can all agree on this. What about if they're in outer space? What if the cast don't take themselves too seriously? If you think yes, then you will love Experience Points. We're an all-queer cast playing Starfinder and trying to survive whatever bombshells our GM Kenny can dream up for us. We're an impulsive bunch who rush into things, which has landed us in some surprising situations. Have you ever almost died in a spaceship sauna malfunction? <laughs> we have. Come join the adventure with the crew of the GD Hoopty and their surly computer AI, A-Hole, as we traverse the galaxy, leaving a trail of pink glitter in our wake. Listen to Experience Points today wherever you find fine podcasts. Then come say hi to us on Twitter at EQPoints. Or tune in for our live streams every other Saturday at twitch.tv slash experiencepoints. Or you can now find us on YouTube. We'll be sure to unroll the pink carpet and have a cup of space chamomile ready for you.